Welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who's faced most of the issues that I address on this show. On today's Identify and Heal episode, I'm talking about spiritual awakenings, one of my favorite things to explore and talk about and experience because we're all slowly awakening, opening spiritually all the time. Through every twist and turn of life, every interaction, every relationship, every experience, we are growing and learning more about the true nature of ourselves and life. So in this episode, I break it down for you to explain my conception of what a spiritual awakening is, my personal experience of a spiritual awakening, some of the side effects, both positive and not so pleasant, of a spiritual awakening, how to work through a spiritual awakening, but also the most important point is how to sit in and allow for your own unique spiritual awakening that won't be like anyone else's because they all are different. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with a Identify and Heal solo episode. And today I want to talk about spiritual awakenings. So why is this in the category of Identify and Heal? Well, I know for the most part, episodes I've done for Identify and Heal is about sort of finding concerns and problems, yet I want to emphasize that it's not always negative or not great things that we're finding here. We also want to focus on some of the good things that can happen, right? And I would say that with a spiritual awakening, it has a foot in both the wonderful, beautiful moments of evolution and growth, and some of the unpleasant experiences and symptoms that come with a spiritual awakening. Just wanted to preface the episode with that. Let's move on and let's talk a little bit about this broader term of a spiritual awakening, which is a very broad, very big term. What does it mean? Let me start with my first experience with it. So it can illuminate the idea a little little bit, and then I'll sort of explain the more general understanding. So my spiritual awakening really happened when I, I would say when I got sober, I had little awakenings where I became more aware of my concept of myself and the need to connect more with what I would call a soul or sort of my inner core essence, rather than being preoccupied with things outside of myself, material things, superficial things. And recognizing that I wanted to understand more about my personal values, goals, uh, attributes, again, things that are more about what I'm being in the world versus what I'm doing. And I would say that is when we move our focus from our ego or physical self to our soul, spiritual self. So that shift from doing into being. 
So we have little awakenings, right? But then some of the bigger awakenings can happen when we gain greater clarity. I think a term that kind of wraps it up is that think of spiritual awakening is really an awakening of consciousness because some people say that everything is just consciousness. That's what spirit is. It's the, a part of the bigger consciousness that is God, spirit, whole, the universe. So I got sober when I was 29, which took about a year to really get any clarity because it was a messy ride getting sober. But I would say by the time I hit 30, I had a couple months of full sobriety under my belt, no alcohol, no drugs, no pills. And I started going to uh, 12 step programs as a means to kind of figure out how do you live life sober? Like, how does this work? You know, I was confused about it. I wanted to hear from other people. I also was just feeling pretty crappy about myself because of the past 15 years of self-destruction and chaos. And I wanted to talk about it. So I started going to AA and it was very helpful for me. And they talk about a spiritual awakening. And for the first, I would say like a couple of years, I didn't really experience it. I didn't quite understand. I knew that I was enjoying the cathartic nature of communing with others who had been through basically hell and back, um, dealing with addiction, dealing with, you know, deep self-rejection, self-destruction, self-hatred, and being able to talk to others and hear from others. And then what I started to realize was I was getting the longer I stayed sober, I was getting more clarity about the reasons why I did certain things and the, you know, cycles I would go through and the patterns I developed and sort of what was going on underneath that. But also it was a lot of forgiveness around for myself and for others, people that I'd been really angry towards things about myself that I'd been really mad at realizing that I was doing the best that I could to handle life and deal with the hand that had been dealt and to just get through really. So all this to say that things started to come to light, right? That was a big term for me was clarity. As I got sober, I was like, wow, I'm seeing things more clearly. It's not all just, I'm the victim. And this was all happening to me. This was something, a part of my journey of my life, of my soul. So that was one thing. But then the longer I was there, I realized that I was also feeling not only clarity, but also this sense of connection that I was beginning to feel more accessible to what I would call like life spirit. You know, I started noticing different things that I hadn't noticed before, like in, in meditation or on walks, I would notice, you know, getting sparks of inspiration, feeling senses of presence around me, feeling this feeling inside of me that before I only knew through using drugs or alcohol or sex or anything like that attention. But now I was starting to feel it naturally, just a sense of well-being inside this sense of a connection. And then I noticed more synchronicities. I noticed more coincidences happening with the people that I met, with the messages I heard repeating, you know, there'd be certain weeks where the same message would repeat over and over in different meetings and work and my life. And I realized it was, you know, the latest lesson that I was needing to identify, to see, and to learn from. So all of this I felt was a awakening of sorts, but I described it as more of a spiritual opening. That's what I actually prefer to say rather than an awakening. It is an awakening because it's when you're not operating in this place of connection to spirit, you are sort of asleep to the real nature of life itself and who you really are. So you, it's like you wake up from this deep, deep sleep you've been in. But I use the word opening because it started to feel like this narrow capacity, this narrow avenue that I had to the greater 
experience of life to knowledge, to wisdom, to divinity, it used to be very small and was starting to grow. I felt more again, like connected to, to this idea of there being like this really big, powerful, beautiful, benevolent force that was always for my highest good and had everybody's highest good and interest and that we were all part of it. And really all the negative stuff was just like a, a means of learning more about who we really are. So I called it a spiritual opening and then I started, I felt like I was beginning to open more and my heart was starting to open more. And I realized that I'm connected to everybody and that everything doesn't have to be such a fight and a challenge that life can actually be really great, enjoyable. And that's why we're actually here. And so the more I was having this opening again, the more things came to me, I had somebody in the 12 step groups who offered for me to read this book that I've mentioned many times on this podcast, but it's called conversations with God. And this was in 2016 and she ordered it for me right away online. And it got sent to my house. And I remember I picked it up and I, I looked at it and I was like, conversations with God. Like I was still kind of confused. I had always had a problem with religion. So anytime anybody used the word God, I was like, I'm out. I don't want to hear this. Even that in this, in the rooms of AA bothered me, but they say like, you know, just replace it with whatever, whatever term you're there, you're comfortable with, right? Like this room is for you to heal, to get help, to recover, to have a happy, healthy life. So don't let that be your barrier. So I was like, okay, I'll, you know, try to not think about that. So I saw this book and I was like, okay, so he's talking to God and growing up with religion around me. I was never, my family was not specifically religious. My parents' families were very religious. They were involved, very involved in the church. My grandfather was even a minister, but my parents didn't really adhere to any of that strongly. So they just raised us without anything really. And we talk about the nature of life and all of that, but not really any sort of ethos or anything we followed. So I saw this book and I flipped through it and I was like, this guy, this guy thinks he's having a conversation with God, that person in the sky. And I was like, this is weird. And I closed it and I put it aside. And a year later, after another year of, you know, doing therapy and going to meetings and working on my recovery and reading other spiritual books, I suddenly woke up one morning and I thought, what would God say? Like, what, what, what does he have to say about all this? Like, what would he say about terrible suffering and death in the world and the violence and the state that our world is in? Like, what does he have to say about this? So I picked up the book again and I opened it and I didn't put it down for four years after that. I mean, beyond that, that was what, like six years ago now. And I've read every single book in that series. And the reason why it hit me so much is because it felt like everything that I had believed and that I had felt inside of me, that was the truth about who we are and why we're here and the nature of life, but that I'd never really been able to able to articulate or really heard anywhere else. So I recommend if anybody feels drawn to that, it's worth checking out. There's a ton of different spiritual books and concepts that are very valuable, but that one really stuck out to me. So that was when I really started feeling this sort of bubbling up, this awakening within me, this opening more and more to this understanding about life. And then once you kind of get on that path, once the awakening starts, it truly is this ever accelerating experience and it doesn't end like it's exponential. You know, the longer that I was having a spiritual practice and still to this day, it's, you realize that it's true that life is infinite, that the universe is infinite and that there's the amount of wisdom you can gain is never ending because the universe is always expanding. There's always more, more, more to learn. So again, a spiritual opening, because it's like almost 
kind of the analogy of like a blooming flower or peeling back the onion. It's like you figure you have one revelation, right? One understanding about yourself or people or life. And then that leads you to another and another and another, and it just keeps going and blossoming. And of course there's hardships along the way, but it is once you begin it, it's your, you're telling, it's almost like you're telling the infinite cosmos, the infinite consciousness that I'm ready. I'm ready to have an understanding because what is said is that we actually have all the knowledge of the universe, all that extended consciousness within us always, all the time. It's in our DNA. It's because we are a part of it. You can't be separate from something that you're literally a part of. So it's just really tapping into and beginning to access and move through because we are a part of it, but we are not the whole complete part of it. So we have, that's what they say the experience of the soul is, is going back to forgetting everything and then working your way back to the total complete remembrance. And then you do it all over again. So that's sort of my journey into an explanation for how I see a spiritual awakening or a spiritual opening. It happens for everybody in very different ways. People can have it through religion. People can have it through different faith experiences. People can have it through plant medicine. They can have it through therapy. It literally is just opening and awakening yourself to the true nature of life and the true nature of you and your soul, your true essence, your true being. And a lot of it has to do with revelations about things that happen to you. So in little ways that happen differently for different people, it's a gr- gaining a greater understanding about yourself, about life, about the nature of everything. It's it, To me, it's slowly returning to that whole, that whole complete understanding. And some people can spend whole lifetimes just sort of circling and not fully really gaining much, much traction because the challenge with earth, with our planet is that there there is a million different ways to distract yourself, to stay stuck in believing that all you need to do is work and maybe get married, have a family and survive and then die and never really do much introspection. That's not to say that you're not going to gain a lot from just even having relationships. If you, I mean, being alive in this world, there's no way that you're not spiritually evolving to a certain degree. You know, we can get into the nuances of people with severe personality disorders and who do great harm to others and seem to have almost detached from their sense of soul or self. Yet, even then, I believe that souls choose their experience they have ahead of time, or at least they they kind of make like a grocery list almost of the things they want to get while they're here and experience. And so, you know, if some of them are meant to come here and have a pretty dark, detached experience, it's because maybe that will accelerate them in the next lifetime, but also give them a greater understanding. We are all, again, seeking to have the ultimate understanding of life and the nature of life and the extent of the experience of life itself. So every round through life and living is part of gaining that understanding. So that's sort of my, my, that's my personal experience. That's my overall idea. What I want to offer in this episode is how to help you again, going back to identify and heal with some of the good qualities of a spiritual awakening, but also to be aware of some of the challenging ones. I did a whole episode of dark night of the soul. It's fairly similar. I don't believe that there, you can't really speak about a dark night of the soul without a spiritual awakening because the dark night of the soul happens in order for you to have that spiritual awakening, right? So that you're able to be growing and moving into this place of a greater understanding of life in yourself. So the two kind of go hand in hand. They're fairly similar. However, spiritual awakenings can kind of happen more subtly and we might not be aware of them. Some of the things to look out for, again, identify, 
it can come with challenges, both physically and mentally, of course, emotionally, right? It's the uh, emotional shifts. There's stuff we're going to have to address in order to have this awakening, but it can even be physical. You know, you can start, you can have what they call, some people call it ascension symptoms, but it's, we have to remember that we are energetic beings. We are made of energy. So when we are literally sort of leveling up, because when we have our awakening, we're moving from the denser energy of feeling completely physical, right? That we're just fully attached to being a human in a human body. But as we start to realize that we're a physical being having a spirit, we're a physical being, we're a spiritual being having a physical experience, vice versa, whatever you want to say. That as we start to return back more towards being our spirit self, we change in our bodies. We can have strange symptoms. I've had everything from, I've gotten very ill. I mentioned that in the Dark Night of the Soul episode. That was a part of my journey, but also just like weird sensations in my body, um, numbness, tingling, joint pain, headaches, ear ringing. Uh, all these things can be a part of your energetic body starting to change. So I want to just offer that. I'm not <laughs> a doctor. I want to use that disclaimer. I'm not a doctor, not a medical doctor. I'm a licensed therapist. So I can talk about the emotional part, but I'm not telling you to write off significant symptoms that are causing you major impairment or pain. You want to go check them out. But I just want to say this because when I was going through my spiritual awakening slash dark night of the soul, I was having weird ass shit happening to my body. And I reached out to somebody who ended up being on my podcast, Danielle Suko. She was on last year. And she was, she reassured me. She's like, no, this is your awakening. Yes. You're sick. You're having these symptoms that are from an illness. However, it's also a part of your spiritual growth, your energetic body shifting and changing. So she encouraged me to trust the process. And sure enough, a year later, something I thought would be chronic. I've for the majority of the part healed from. So these things are important to notice and to just be open-minded about it. If you're having some of these changes, weird sensations in your body, you can go see a doctor. You can also talk to a more energetic based healer or coach or energy worker just to explore that. A lot of people are very familiar with these symptoms. Look it up online. You can look up ascension symptoms, spiritual awakening symptoms, because we are ultimately not just a physical body. We tend to operate as if we are, we go to the physical symptoms first. And yes, again, they need to be addressed, but it's not always as simple as that. It's not always just an easy explanation. It's definitely worth checking it out at the least. So there's physical symptoms that can come. Obviously, of course, there's emotional upheaval that can come with spiritual awakenings, but let's talk now about some of the pleasant things, right? That it can be a sense of peace and freedom. That's what my spiritual awakening, this is why I separate it from a dark night of the soul is that dark night of the soul felt like just getting into the muck of the emotional turmoil and goop, goop, goop that was inside of me that I needed to process and let out and really kind of see and trans, um, transmute. I needed to transmute that heavy, dense, gross energy that was in me that I'd been keeping with me. Spiritual awakening was more just, it felt like, again, like this opening to my crown where I gained greater awareness and understanding that led me to have greater peace and freedom because some of the ideas that I had began to loosen up a bit when I realized like, wait a minute, maybe I'm more than just how I look or how people treat me or whether I'm accepted or not, or have all the things I thought I was supposed to have. Maybe there's more to me. Maybe there's more about why I came into this world. Maybe there's nothing to be afraid of. Maybe there's nothing to worry about ever because we're an everlasting soul and we don't even have to worry about death because there's no such thing as death. We just move on to the next adventure. So all of these things came through in my spiritual awakening, this understanding, this bigger 
comprehension of what is really going on here? Who am I? And a lot of it is exciting and again, freeing, and it can feel good. You know, people will describe, sometimes they'll go on one of those, you know, a pilgrimage or, you know, a, a travel the world and they'll just suddenly have this new, you know, lease on life, this new understanding of life and they feel liberated and they'll change their, their lifestyle dramatically because they feel inspired. That's a spiritual awakening. Something is opening up for them where what they once thought were the rules and regulations and proper order of life got totally shaken up. And they're like, well, this like doesn't have to be this way. Any kind of like aha moment, all of those things are spiritual awakening. It doesn't even have to be a formalized spiritual thing. It can be any sort of awakening about, again, about the nature of yourself, right? Again, aha moments. You can realize, oh my gosh, I was stuck in that relationship for six years because X, Y, or Z, because I didn't know my own worth or I needed their validation or I'm a people pleaser on and on and on. Those are all awakenings. You're awakening to the truth of the nature of life and yourself is how I would put it. So keep your eye out for positive symptoms. Give yourself credit. Start to explore the idea of a spiritual awakening. If you thought it was just, you know, personal growth work, which it is, but you know, your soul wants to come along. It wants you to connect with it. It wants you to be aware that, Hey, there's more to it than just your brain, which is the part that feels like you're figuring things out. Right. Which again, you are, you are coming to a greater awareness that can happen in your mind, but your mind exists beyond just the brain. Your mind is a part of your entire body. Every cell in your body changes when you have these awakenings because you are moving up. You're spiritually growing, opening. Okay. So there's the good things. Emotionally, there's also some of the more negative symptoms, which some spiritual awakenings can cause some cognitive dissonance, which is what you thought was true about life and yourself is sort of shattered and shifted uh, drastically suddenly, which can kind of jar you up. You can seek out a therapist like myself. I specialize in spirituality and I'm happy to work with anybody. If you live in California, I can see you. If not, you can find one. You can also work with a spiritual coach. I do spiritual coaching that I can do across the board. And you, you know, someone like that can really offer to sit with you and hold space for you in this awakening in this process that might be kind of unfamiliar. So some of the emotional challenges, because spiritual awakenings can also bring up deep truths that are painful to look at. They can sort of like a dark night of the soul, bring up some old trauma that was really painful and that you took to heart, right? That's the problem with trauma and horrific experiences that we go to go through is we take it to heart and we take it to mean something about ourselves. And when we realize that what happens to us is not who we are, right? Or something that we've done doesn't define us. When we realize that, when we come out of that, it can be painful to let those memories and all of that come up and come through so that we can be free. Everything happens for your highest good, right? So even the most unpleasant upheaval of emotions is ultimately just wanting you to get all that out, to purge it out. So those can be some of the negative things. And then again, the mental stuff, there can be mental clarity, which is great, but there can be mental confusion about like, what am I realizing it for some people even describe it. It almost feels like a drug trip sometimes when you're having a real awakening and you're like, holy fuck, why do I feel like my brain is opening it up suddenly really quickly, very rapidly to all this new information and understanding about life. It doesn't match what I used to think about life. Again, the cognitive dissonance, which is when you, your reality, as you've known, it no longer matches new information that's come in. And you're like, how do I understand this, make sense of it. So again, to say it can be helpful to seek out a professional 
for help or just a community. There's a lot of communities online. There's a lot of resources, Instagram, Facebook, all of that are people of people who are very aware of this. There's also offerings about how to enhance your spiritual growth and awakening. That's sort of the idea about plant medicine is that it can help you identify some of this deep held stuff. Ayahuasca is, you know, known to sort of be the, the more getting into the shadow self, like the darkness, having to do that deep self review, that deep self examination to really gain greater understanding about how we've conducted ourselves, how we've lived our life so far. Then there's people who use mushrooms, psilocybin, there's LSD assisted therapies and trips that you can take. There's, there's a ton, there's peyote, so many different kinds, but they all help you to reach different levels that are more challenging to meet on your own. There's also things like uh, there's breath work, holotropic breath work is something that I've done. It's, you can go to these workshops and you almost like hyperventilate yourself, which takes you to an, an altered state. These are all about altered states. I personally haven't explored too much. I have started doing microdosing with mushrooms, which is interesting, but doesn't have like you, I don't even know that I'm on it, but apparently it's, you could, the idea is that you trust the medicine to do what it needs to do. And you just take it in. And it's not always this big revelation and a big intense experience. It's just a matter of trusting that the medicine that you're meant for will find you, whether it's through an invitation you get or an offering or a person you come into contact with. My biggest thing about that is don't let anybody tell you what you're supposed to do or have to do to have a spiritual awakening. It is absolutely completely personal. And it's between you and your idea of a higher power, higher source, God, universe. You don't need any middle person for that. There will be helpers on your way. But it's up to you whether you connect with what they say or you feel attuned with what they're offering. The biggest thing, everyone's path is their own path. And like I said, some people in one lifetime, which by the way, we've all had a ton of lifetimes. I know I've had lifetimes where I barely evolved at all because we, for many, many centuries, we're just trying to survive. And a lot of us still are, right? A big part, portion of the population is just hand to mouth survival. But more of us are able to get to, as we would say, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? The base is again, survival, just like basic needs, but the top is enlightenment. Spiritual awakening is an enlightenment. It's when you have that privilege of being able to explore the higher concepts of yourself in life. So what's fascinating about spirituality, religion, awakenings, if you read any sort of text or even whether it's science or religion or spiritual, they all come down to the same basic principles, right? Which is to gain an understanding bigger than yourself about the world around you, to understand that the nature of life is loving and benevolent and is the purpose is to care for others as you care for yourself, which ultimately is the fact that we are all one, right? That you treat others how you want to be treated because the other is you and you are the other. You do onto others as you want to have done onto you because there's no difference between you and that person. You have grace and understanding with others because you want to do the same for yourself because you are them and they are you. So I hope that that's helpful in kind of understanding. I mean, obviously a spiritual awakening is a big tackle, tackle, <laughs> a big topic to tackle. So I can't get it all down. If you guys have more questions about it or want more insight, um, I could do a follow-up, but I hope that this kind of broke it down into what I'm talking about, what people are talking about when they say a spiritual awakening, what mine was like, what it can look like, that yours and everybody's is different. Don't let anybody tell you how it's supposed to be or what you have to do to have the spiritual awakening. It's completely different for everybody. And that there are ways to move through or accelerate a spiritual awakening, but again, make sure that it 
feels attuned and appropriate for you, not just what you've heard and that it happens in your own time, in your own way. And that it's the most profound way to truly connect with yourself. Because what it is, is it's really about moving away from all the distractions that we have and all the different ideas and things that everybody tells you, including me, keep that in mind. I'm not here to tell you what is so you are going to find again, your own definition of a spiritual awakening. And when that happens, you will notice that you are directly connected to the whole, to infinite wisdom, to infinite love, to the greatest love you could ever have, to pure joy, to pure bliss, to pure radiant existence. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. And you get little snippets of it, right? Some people have that full-blown enlightenment moment where they say like, holy crap, it was like 10,000 orgasms. I can't even explain it. It was just like this pure, people say that they've connected with God, with source, that they've been there on earth, that they have, that's like a, whoo, that's like the uh, grand slam awakening right there. I haven't had that. Mine has been very gentle. Again, it happens different for everybody. Mine, the whole way, I've had a few moments where it's like a few petals, like boop, 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 like came out at once. But for the most part, it's been very subtle, very subtle shifts, very subtle movements. I haven't had a very accelerated one. It's been just a little bit over time, but everyone's story is different. Some people, it happens overnight. And I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure you've had people in your life who all of a sudden they change everything because all of a sudden they do, 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 accelerate. You can call it personal evolution spiritual soul evolution, soul growth, ascension, doesn't matter what term you, you use. All that matters is what it means to you and what your experience is. So whatever the case, again, I hope that if it's challenging you in any way that you seek out some guidance again, whether it's through a therapist, a spiritual coach, plant medicine guide, a energy healer, so many different resources out there. You can also reach out to me to connect around that or to get more resources. And also, I mean, for this pleasant stuff, enjoy it, you know, just lean deeply into that feeling of opening up, you know, get curious about it and allow for it. Sometimes we can get kind of scared. Like I said, with the cognitive dissonance and even on our body, our cells can kind of, we can kind of panic if we start to feel these symptoms for the most part, a lot of it can be very pleasant and wonderful. And it truly is ultimately what we're doing here. It's eventual for everybody. We will all return to the greatest of all understandings that everything is love, that there was never anything to fear or worry about, that we were never harmed or in danger, that we are all connected, that we're all one of the same consciousness. So when you're taking your little steps towards it, it's a beautiful thing. It's a celebratory thing. It's wonderful. All right, everybody. I hope that was helpful. Take care. Have a great day. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.